Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad that you're here joining today. Let's all start off by taking a deep breath in and a deep breath out. There's a lot of energy going on right now. Do you feel the vibes? Do you feel the vibes? Okay, the vibes are very high right now. And so definitely jumping into a topic that was previously discussed, but I have a special guest that'll be joining me later to re-talk about this topic. So please stay till the very end so that you can hear this topic discussed because there's a lot of astrological events that are happening right now, a lot of different shifts and placements that are happening and really attuning us to our spirituality and to our highest timeline right now. So for those who may not be aware, we have a super full moon uh, coming up in the sign of Sagittarius on the 26th, which is Wednesday, I believe. So that's coming up and it's also going to be a lunar eclipse, that same time frame. And so eclipses are all about what is hidden being revealed. So just brace yourself as we engage into the eclipse season. We have more eclipses coming up. We're also jumping right into retrograde season. So we have Mercury retrograde coming up which is a very common retrograde. Most people are familiar with that. It usually controls communication and it also rules Gemini, which is the season we have just anchored into. And we also have Saturn going into retrograde. So we have a lot of different um, astrological developments happening right now. So just drink your water, stay grounded, you know. And um, as always, if you have any topic requests that you like to hear, please send those topic requests in. DM me on Instagram at Agent K21 Podcast or hit me up on Twitter at Agent K21. And so this topic was actually suggested and uh, featured by the suggested feature. So if you have a topic that you want to request and you actually feel like you want to speak on it as well, definitely. I'm always down for collaborations and so excited for those of you who have reached out and all these new uh, collaborations that are coming up in the upcoming season. I'm so very grateful. As this season is closing down, winding down, I'm just honored for what's going to happen next. As well as if you're just uh, needing some assistance, uh, maybe getting some mental clarity or just needing a safe space to process all of the information and downloads that we're receiving, I do offer donation-based counseling. And so... Definitely, if you are interested in that, the link in my bio will take you to that site as well. And um, yeah, there's so many opportunities coming up. So if you're also looking for a career in holistic healing, or if you are a holistic healer yourself, you're a light worker, starseed, etc., and you're looking for, you know, just a way to give back to the community, please reach out because the the labor is plenty but the workers are few so I'm definitely building an empire so in the near future there will be an app that will be in place to help people get 24 7 services from my personal service and uh, there will be physical locations all around the world that will encompass a holistic view of healing so it won't just be counseling it'll be reiki it'll be physical therapy it'll be nutrition it'll be all spectrums of of health and wellness so if that resonates with you please reach out let's connect uh and I, I share this with you a lot of people will say well don't don't tell people your plans you know the thing is can't nobody steal what's yours 
So I'm not even uh, worried about that. But if I don't share with the people, how will they know it's available? How will they know that it's there? So there is a platform that I'm going to be creating. I'm in the in the beginning stages of it now. So if you're interested in joining the team, again, you won't be working for me. You'll be working with me as I create this empire. If that resonates with you, tarot readers, psychic readers, any type of spiritual and holistic health that you offer, your services are so required and so beautiful and you have a gift, you know, and we're here to share these gifts. And so if that resonates, please um, send me an email or connect on the website link. The employment tab has a different, different uh, brands or different names of what I'm looking for. But if none of those fit and you have a gift that you feel like you want to contribute, definitely let me know. And um, let's let's build this empire, you know. And so, as I said, just a lot of stuff is going on right now. A lot of stuff is going on for sure in the astrals and in the universe at large. And uh, a couple nights ago, I was getting like this DNA activation. I could, I can feel, some of you may feel it too, like you can feel when your DNA is like transforming and transcribing and activating these different light codes that are, that are anchoring into the system. And as I was getting these DNA activations, downloads, I started realizing I can almost distinguish the difference between what is what now. And I was like, this doesn't feel like a DNA activation. It might be, but what it actually felt like, it felt like distant healing. It felt like Reiki was being done on me from a distance. And so I just want to say, um, you guys, you guys text me and DM me and send me love and energy all the time. And, um, I definitely appreciate it. I receive it. And just know I'm sending it right back to you guys because there's a lot of stuff going on. Like as you awaken more into your spiritual walk, into your spiritual development, you will be gifted with new senses and new spiritual uh, consciousness and awareness for everything going around you. You'll be so understanding of every intricate little thing. So, for example, um, I can literally feel when my hair is starting to change into silver. I can feel it. It usually happens after I've been given a, a wisdom download. I feel the strains of my hair start to turn silver. Now, um, it was first noticed that my hair was, I had silver strands in my hair when I was like 10 years old. And ever since then, I've been able to literally feel, it feels like this tingling feeling of like, someone like twisting your hair or playing in it or something it feels really like interesting and so the more we become aware the more we are attuned to the earth into the universe at large we will feel these different things and so don't let nobody tell you you're wrong or you're crazy for what you feel and sense always trust your sixth sense always trust your even more than those senses you know what what is not seen is actually the real what is what is seen is usually an illusion but always trust what you feel you know if something feels off and you're like everyone's saying well this person's great or whatever you're like "Eh, something feels off then trust that you know and you don't necessarily have to explain it to anyone if it resonates for you then you know it's your path and your journey so definitely um as we talk about tarot and spirituality it's really about understanding 
how to discern and how to trust yourself even more, you know, because a lot of us have been conditioned to um, scrutinize our, we fear the things we don't understand, you know, that's been part of the human system that's ingrained in us is, is that fear vibration of just hating things we have no concept of understanding. And I feel like tarot gets a bad rep because of it. And so um, had to revamp this this episode because, you know, as I've definitely shared with you guys, I've, I'm not necessarily um, the expert. I don't really consider myself an expert in many things, but I'm definitely not an expert in tarot. And so it's important to get different people's uh, perspective, especially people who are tarot readers, who understand it, who have done the research and the history and etc. And I encourage you as well to, if this topic resonates with you, to look into it for yourself. But if you're like myself, came from a very limited, ignorant background of not understanding tarot. It was very taboo. It was very off limits. It was very occult and evil and all of these other things that is not necessarily what it is. Now, be mindful. Everything can be used for good or evil. It's not necessarily the tool itself. It's more about the individual and the, that individual's intention. And so if you're getting into tarot and you're trying to find a reader, be very discerning and follow your instincts, you know, regardless of what the reviews say, regardless of what other people say, follow what you feel. If it feels heavy, if it feels dark, if it feels icky, then probably, you know, you can come back to it at another time, but I would just recommend to stay away from it if, it, if it's uh, daunting for you. And so... Also, for those who are tarot readers, like I, one thing I've, I think that a lot of people can be apprehensive about is, well, I don't want this person reading my energy or foretelling my future. I think I'll speak for myself because I think that that's part of it is like you, you believe you create your own reality, right? So you can believe whatever someone could say this, this and this is going to happen in your life. And because you believe it, you give it power you know and so it may show up in your life and I think that that is what can cause a lot of um, apprehension for people to have tarot or psychic readings done especially if it's done by someone you may not trust completely and so I think tarot readers have a big responsibility and they have um, moral conduct like a good good conscience you know to provide um, tarot for people now, if you're thinking about getting into tarot yourself and you feel like it's such an oversaturated market, what can you offer? You know, the thing is you're offering yourself and that is so rare and so unique because you're the only you. So it doesn't matter if there's thousands of psychic readers or tarot readers. If that's your, your calling, if that resonates with you to do, then by all means, go forth and do it because... You're going to give the world something that's never been given before, which is yourself. And so um, I feel like, you know, there's people who may want to get into tarot or who are into tarot and are learning how to um, to really trust their internal guidance system, you know, because internal guidance systems can be thrown off by so many things, you know, so many things such as trauma and our environment and just limiting beliefs, etc., and so it takes a lot. And so on. getting into the topic of, of tarot meeting spirituality, 
it's like uh, I was very very uh, ignorant as I mentioned when it came to the topic of, of tarot but it was actually some a member of my soul tribe who put me on to tarot readings and um, it went against everything I was raised with everything I was conditioned to believe it was very uh, very nerve-wracking in its own way because it's like going against swimming up the current and not with it of what all the things you have been taught you know so you kind of have to, if that's if that's the blueprint you were given, you may have to throw that rule book out in order to connect with it. Because the thing is, a lot of people who are religious are not may not be spiritual, you know. And there's a big difference between being spiritual and being religious. Religious is equivalent to restrictions. Okay, spirituality is freedom, and so you're able to uh, tap into these different energies that may be off limits based on certain restrictions that you may have grown up with. So it's very important to deal with any fear-based energy, you know, before even getting, giving a reading or getting a reading so that you're not clouding it, clouding your judgment, looking through that perception of fear. So one of my soul members put me on to tarot and um, I found a tarot reader that really, I just really resonate with her. Like she's so accurate. She's so... It's not even just her accuracy, it's her energy, like who she is as a person. I can feel who she is, like she really cares. She's very empathetic. And um, I'm really concerned for her because she she left for a while. She's been gone for a while off of YouTube. And um, I feel that, I just feel very connected to her because around the same time that she left YouTube was the same time a lot of events happened in my life. And I was like, whoa, like we both, we both uh, kind of, in hiding mode at the same time very interesting and so um you know my my soul members have actually helped me with my understanding and so I first uh, visited this topic with another um, person who's in my soul trap who also happens to be my line sister my sorority sister now if you want to hear that episode please check out the uh the fool's journey uh featuring Keisha Daniels so you know, I, I, I messaged Keisha and I said, hey, you know, I'm going to be doing a, a revamp about tarot and spirituality. And this actually comes up later on in the conversation about the importance of consent. You know, now as a counselor, that's as a therapist, counselor, etc. That's and just as a person with integrity, that's something that's very important to me is to get consent. And, you know, so I reached out to Keisha. I said, hey, you know. I want to read this um, conversation that we had, if that's all right. And of course, she's like, of course, you know. And so I want to share this conversation because this was back. I actually looked at the date. It's so funny. This conversation happened May 26, 2019. And um, this was when I was first starting to try to understand spirituality or trying to understand tarot, I should say, because I felt like I don't want to feel... Uh, I don't want to feel fear. I don't want to feel restricted. I want to understand. I want to learn, you know, I want to embrace everything on my path. And so I want to share this conversation, part of this conversation that uh, me and uh, me and my, my line sister, my soul tribe right here that we had. And so it starts off with me starting off. I said, hey, boo. She says, hey, sis. Emoji, emoji. I don't, I didn't know you're into tarot. 
Maybe you can help my limited understanding on it. Yes, sis, anything I know, I'll happily share it with you. I've been studying tarot for about a year now. It's one of the oldest divinations that exist. One of my favorite. How does it help you? And how did you get into it? I grew up with ignorance that it was wrong and evil and would like to expand myself. Tarot is a clear pathway in the symbology symbology of the mental psyche. I did too, and it's the purest form of divinity you can trace back to Egypt. I found in my journey to ascension, and it helps me when I'm looking for an intuitive insight or direction in a decision I may need to make. Hmm. Oh yeah. Have you heard of Reiki? I think for me, it's what do the cards do and what is their source of power? Yes, I have. Their power comes from the symbols they represent. Symbols that have been interpreted as the same as the Egyptians did. And the energy that was invoked into these ancient symbols that we connect to in our psyche is where the power resides. When you study and read about the origins of tarot, as far back as its history and symbols can be found, you come to realize that there are actually 22 pyramids that the major arcana is derived from. They don't want to credit Africa, but I've read too many books and have done research, and I know this practice is originally ours. No coincidence that there are 22 pyramids along the causeway of peace, and the major arcanas, parentheses, secrets, consist of 22 cards. So these cards are very sacred energy sources, are portals for answers and communication. They are spiritual frequencies left behind by our ancestors in form of symbols that are found on the pyramid walls and transcribed in the emerald tablets of thought. Those who commit to learning and practicing tarot in a spiritual and practical way receive messages and warnings from spirit, in parentheses ancestors, and from self, intuitively speaking. In other words, it activates the psychic abilities so you can see clearly with the third eye Read yourself, read people, and foretell their lives, including past, present, and possible future outcomes. So, yeah, after that conversation, I was like, oh, whoa, this is a lot different than I ever thought or ever imagined. You know, I grew up with the thought that it was witchcraft and black magic and evil and ah, you know, so it's like, whoa, this is actually a very sacred and very um ancient practice you know and it is there's power in history especially that far back because you have to realize that far back we were so much closer to there was not this barrier this uh, veil as thick as it is now separating us from the spirit realm and from the earthly realm and so there were giants that lived among us there were ancient beings that lived amongst us and so knowing that that is as far back as it goes back to ancient Kemet back to ancient Egypt time frame it gives a whole nother perspective you know and um you know a lot of people who who um you know like myself can be very disconnected from our ancestors very disconnected from our ancient roots because we were not allowed to understand that you know because as they say history is written by the winners you know so a lot of things that are considered African-American or African history or black you know black is synonymous with evil 
So a lot of things have been um, distorted and not really, um, not really accurately told because of the, again, that fear. And so after understanding that, it was like, it helped me, you know, and I, I really wanted, I really went to Keisha for, for example, initially, because I knew that we grew up the same. I knew that we grew up in, in that type of, uh, religious conformity environments and so I wanted someone who came from the same background it made me feel like I could trust what they were saying because they understood and once you can break those chains of that religious restrictions off of you it's like you're able to soar even higher you're able to explore even more because there's not all this fear and this bondage and this control that's all propaganda really and so Um, having a conversation with her, it definitely opened my eyes. And then having this conversation that you're going to hear later, even opened my eyes even more, you know, I did not know. And and just even doing my own research, I didn't think of tarot as a, a way of using as playing cards. I'm like, I've only seen it, seen it used as readings. So seeing it as playing cards, that's like a whole nother thing right there. I would love to see how that transcribes because, uh, you put me on a board of some spades, watch out now, I'm gonna run the whole board, because, uh, yeah, (laughs) so I would love to see how that plays out, Um, seeing tarot used as playing cards, that's very interesting to me, and knowing that the fool is kind of the trump card, that's really interesting, I didn't really want to say that name, but hey, there we go, and so, (laughs) and so, um, you know, just understanding more, if this is something that that can definitely open you up to spirituality because these things have ancient roots and not only that they have uh spirits in them the cards themselves they carry an energy they they carry an energy imprint you know and as i was saying like as you start to ascend more you start to become very very aware of frequencies um so i have a playlist that I titled Good Karma for this karmic season. I I made it two years ago, but it's still still relevant now. And and really, anytime Saturn goes into retrograde is is really relevant. And so, I don't know if maybe you feel the same way, but whenever I'm listening to music, I can literally feel the energy shift. I can feel the energy shift in the earth. I can feel it in the air. I can feel it in the water. I can feel these shifts that happen. They're very subtle. And it's like, it feels like the way I can interpret it is it feels like things slow down or things speed up. Now, anytime things slow down, it, it for me, I, I interpret it as there's, because the vibration of fear is very slow. So anytime something slows down, if I'm listening to a song and all of a sudden I feel it shift, I feel the energy shift, I'm like, whoa, I just take that as a, as a alert bell going off to say, okay, something shifted. And then sometimes I'll hear stuff speed up and it's like, whoa, why is this song like super fast all of a sudden? And I feel like it's not the music itself that's changing, it's you that's changing. And that's that's why you're able to perceive and hear things differently. Um, I don't know why I just had this uh, random memory come back up of, uh, so some of you already know that I spent part of my childhood in Japan and I was in this temple and... <laughs> We was like on a field trip or something, and there was this huge, 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 huge golden Buddha, right? And everyone was like standing, worshiping this Buddha. And, you know, I'm like, 
being a little mischievous, like, hey, let's go sneak off in this temple over here. So, you know, we go sneak off into this temple. Inside this temple, there's, you know, there's like a fire and there's like an altar and stuff. And there are these different statues and they're like um, different Buddhist type. Or it looks like the Buddha, but I'm, I don't know if it, what it was exactly, but there's these different statues, right? And they're all making different faces. One's smiling, one's frowning. One looks like it's about to throw up or something, right? And I kid you not, I'm sitting there walking through all these different statues. And they start changing. Their faces start changing. And I'm like, oh, crap, did y'all see that? <laughs> this one was smiling, now it's sad. What the hell? You know, and, and I'm like freaking out. And... um I would have thought I was just crazy, but then everyone else was like, oh, sh this one changed too. It was like me and a group of people and a group of my friends, and then we all started noticing they're changing, right? And we just start freaking out. But I, I think that I bring that up because it's not that necessarily those statues were changing. It was that our perception was changing. It's that our vibration was changing. Therefore, it created the change on the outside. As within, so without. And so as we change, our perceptions change as well things that we may see or things that we may think we see are changing as well so uh yeah that was a uh, something that I, I just thought of just now of like yeah as you change things will change as well and so the same with um tarot and with your spirituality the more you ascend you know you can look back on something that was either taboo or was just like you weren't allowed to understand and now you go back and you really understand or you realize hey I was connected to this the whole time I didn't even recognize these dots all connecting and all of these things leading me in this direction and so it actually uh this comes up in conversation here shortly that you're going to hear is that I never really thought about it I never really thought about the fact that being a tarot reader and telling other people that you're a tarot reader could be similar to coming out of the closet if you're in the LGBT population and you know people are looking at you like since when when are you a tarot reader now what either you get that response or they go oh I already knew I I've been knew that I about you come on why didn't you tell me sooner right you get either one of those responses now to them to the world they're like they may be caught off guard like oh you're a tarot reader now or oh you're part of the LGBT plus population now oh that's really alarming or surprising or whatever but to yourself you've already come out to yourself you know you you already have accepted the fact that you're a tarot reader that you're LGBT plus or whatever the case is and the rest of the world is like caught off guard by that and so I never really thought about the fact that as a tarot reader uh that process how that may resonate how that the challenges may occur if you come out as a tarot reader and you know I'm actually really proud because my soul tribe member who got me on to tarot like actually watching it um, is actually doing their own thing you know posting videos now so I'm super proud so proud because it takes such courage to just be authentic it's such courage just to be yourself in a world that wants you to be the same you know so anyone that's doing this thing I, I'm I'm very proud of you guys um, there was something else I was going to say. I'm trying to think what it was now. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, I had one of my listeners actually reach out via email and provided a free reading for me, you know. Um, 
And so if, if that is your gifting and that is something you want to do, if that's something you want to uh, provide, um, definitely I'm open to it and I, I welcome it. You know, there was a time when I was very apprehensive about it. I haven't necessarily had a reading done in person yet. I think that there's levels to it, right? So there's definitely, I'm, I'm, I'm more open to having, having that done. Um, and I feel like connecting with people who will, you know, allow you to um, kind of um, use them as practice to understand your gifting and to unlock your gifting. So if that resonates with you, you definitely can uh, provide a reading for myself if, if you don't have anyone available that is interested in that. Um, also, one of the readers that I, that I do connect with, another one who's not in my A, one who, that I do connect with, um, she recently posted, she, so let me just give a little bit more. She, I like her because she posts about other things. Like she posts for star seeds and light workers. And she also posts a lot for twin flames. So she actually just recently posted a, uh, tarot reading for our twin flames real. And so if that's one of the questions that you're asking yourself, are they real? Am I on this journey, etc.? Um, I will leave that in the description as well so that you can maybe check that out and get an understanding of that journey and what it encompasses and what it actually is and what it's not and have just maybe a better understanding of maybe your situation as well. And so um, she has previous videos about Twin Flames, but she recently did one and it actually was very much in alignment to when around the similar time I was noticing, a similar time of when I did the uh, Twin Flame separation video. So definitely just knowing that you're connecting to the spirit and that other people are getting similar downloads to you can definitely uh, redirect and reassess your alignment to know you are on track, you are, you know, in alignment with your highest good. And so um, I will put that in the description as well. Uh, there's also a tarot reader that I like to watch on. Um, he, I usually follow him on um, Instagram and I like him because he does sign language, you know, I will say now that sign language is one of the hardest languages to learn, for me at least. I'm not really great at languages in general, like, I learned a little bit of Japanese for obvious reasons, I learned a little bit of Russian, I learned a little bit of Spanish. Now, I don't know what, I think I need to be like immersed in someone's culture in order to learn it, because I'm more of a kinesthetic learner anyway, because I took five years of Spanish and still know nothing. I took four years in high school and a year in undergrad, and I still... I could probably count to 10 and that's about it. And so I love the fact that he does sign language um, as he does his readings. Um, and I'll put his information uh, somewhere as well. I think he has, I think he posts them on YouTube as well. Um, let me see. And, and just, I guess some of my, some of my uh, personal quirks when I'm looking for people as readers because I've, I've started since, since my main person went MIA, I started, you know, kind of going to substitute people and it's just like, eh, not really cutting it right. And so when I see these other readers, they have these like titles like, OMG, I can't believe this happened. And then it's like, I don't know. I don't really like necessarily all that, but um, I've definitely been like binging on a bunch of readers just to see the different nuances that people bring and see the different ways and see if there's any any other people that I resonate with but uh, these are kind of like my main three people that I resonate with um, 
but I, I have noticed some some pet peeves I have of tarot readers, like little things. It's all about the little things for me. Like I don't like when I, I'm watching a reader and they're talking while they're shuffling. They're giving their whole product service. You can click this and you know do whatever it's like can you just shuffle and not not you know for me I'm a very auditorial person as well so I like to hear the cards shuffle it, it, it makes me feel calm it makes me feel peace like just to listen to the cards like please don't talk and if you're talking how are you connecting to the spirit I don't know and so I can be very like um very critical I suppose but it's it's not out of a I hope it's not out of a judgmental place I try not to think of it from that place I it's more about knowing my personal preferences and um finding those who resonate with me on that on that line and so um I noticed that that's one thing that annoys me another thing that uh can be another pet peeve of mine I think is people who have extended readings I mean I know you got to make your living I get it but it's like I just I just be like just turned off after that like as soon as I heard there's an extended reading I'm just like okay all right (laughs) um but there's also some really cool things that I've seen um that have given me some ideas like just as a as an entrepreneur mindset it's just like there's a, a tarot reader I watched who has her own, she makes her own cards. In addition to making her own cards, she sells them on her Etsy shop and she um, provides a free reading for each purchase. Each time someone purchases, they get a free reading. So I thought that was really cool and innovative. And so I definitely have uh, mad respect for all the readers out there. And just remember that if you are a reader or someone who wants to get into it, you know, just try it, just try it out, you know, it's not necessarily my calling, but I'm definitely more open, and I encourage other people to be more open to things that they may have been closed off to before, because you never know how the Spirit wants to reach you, you never know what blessings are, or you could be blocking, you know, or whatever messages you need to receive, and so, um, it, it takes time to to break out of old habits and old ways of thinking but it's so worth it you know it's so worth it so if that's you just know that there there's more there's so much more out there and um fear is just false evidence appearing real it's not real it's an illusion you know and we're all here as to get free to be free freedom is our birthright and so the only limits we have are the limits we place upon ourselves. so anyway stay tuned check out this um this conversation with my wonderful special guest that's going to be here and also before I go the cover art if you like the cover art that is actually the cover art the logo for my special guest today so please reach out connect you know collaborate um and yes uh I look forward to what's going to come next so thank you all so much and uh, be well be safe until next time Rewind a gunshot means forward. You requested it, so we rewind. Welcome back to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. I'm so glad that you guys stayed for this second portion because I am so grateful for my special guest that's joining. So, as always, I'm going to let your energy introduce yourself. So, please share anything you would like with us. Hi, everyone. My name is Sally, but I'm also known as Sailor Tarot Magic, and I'm very grateful 
to be on Agent K's Eleven Eleven podcast, and I'm here to share anything I know about this topic with you today. Yes, and I, I love your um your Instagram name and how it's very similar to your actual name. So I love that Sailor Tarot Magic. I love that. Um, and so you know, as we're talking about tarot and spirituality. I really appreciate um, just because uh, this this topic was really initiated by a conversation that we had uh, prior. And I'm just really glad that you um, suggested this in this way, because I think that this is a topic that needs to be more expanded on and understood. So can you just tell us a little bit about what is tarot? We'll start with that. What is tarot? Okay, so tarot to me, and I feel like a lot of people have a different definition of it, but tarot to me is um, a tool that you can use to tell a story about your life. So it can be done with two people, it can be done by yourself, and the cards work in a mysterious way where they can tell you a story about your life or any specific question and either the diviner, which is the person who is asking the question, can interpret it however they'd like, and the reader helps them interpret it if there are two people involved. Mm-hmm. So the possibilities are really endless when it comes to tarot because you can ask anything. And what I find very mysterious about it is that this uh, the actual cards are century old but they're still relevant to the life experience that we have today Mm -hmm. and and so with that you're saying it being centuries old what is the history of tarot where where did it start from like how far back does it go so i i believe that it did start in italy and the art itself was inspired by ancient egyptian hieroglyphs and hieroglyphics and their society in general and when they first started using it it was kind of in secret Um, they used it they said they used it as a game but they were actually using it as a divination tool but even back then it was like taboo and they kept it under wraps so it almost seems like that actually never went away Mm -hmm. yeah exactly why do you think it is such a taboo topic or even um, spiritual practice? Why do you think it is so taboo? Um, I think because a lot of people, they have a twisted connotation of what tarot actually is. Mm-hmm. And it can be used unethically. Like there are certain questions that shouldn't be asked. And, and most tarot readers, um, they'll tell you up front that they won't answer any health or legal questions because unethically, like you shouldn't be using the cards for that sort of thing, but mm-hmm. anything else is, is on the table to ask. Mm-hmm. And um, the other thing that I would say that could be used unethically that people misunderstand is um, you should always consent with the person. If you're reading on someone, they should be aware and they should consent that you're doing a reading on them because it can be seen as very intrusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, understandably. And so how has your spiritual journey been and how 
I guess what I want to say is how did you get into uh, tarot readings and how long have you been doing tarot readings? So I've been doing tarot readings for less than a year, but my, my spiritual journey um, has been longer than that. I've been mm-hmm. on this journey, I would say for about two years now. And at first it was, it was very singular where it was just about me and healing myself and healing um, certain like traumas and everything I had been through. Mm-hmm. And I was very open about it with like my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And they were interested in what I had learned. So I would do things like, you know, separate like healings. And that was before the tarot cards and everything. Mm. But once the pandemic happened, I realized, oh, it would be hard to be in the same room mm-hmm. um, with certain people. So it's like, what can I use to still continue my journey? And that's kind of when I found the tarot cards mm-hmm. and learned about them. And it just seemed like a seamless transition because... I'd always been into astrology and the two Mm -hmm. are very related. Mm -hmm. And um, it's funny that you talk about my name because Sailor Tarot Magic, I I took that from Sailor Moon and Mm. (laughs) because I've loved Sailor Moon forever since I was a kid. And I realized that those two were related as well because Mm. I saw that there was a Sailor Moon deck and... (laughs) And and for like hardcore fans, they'll know that like um, each um, Sailor Scout has their own birthday, their own astrological sign and obviously planet. So it all came together like it was with me the whole time, even before I got into this. Yes, I love that. I love how when you look back, hindsight is always twenty twenty, and you realize it's all connected the things that we're drawn to as kids they usually come back to us like oh that's why or you know it'll all come full circle so I love that um and I definitely appreciate you just getting into like you said always being into astrology because I think both of those topics as you mentioned can have have been uh taboo and like uh demonized in a certain way and I think that a lot of people you know, we misunderstand, we fear and hate the things we don't understand. And I feel like um, that's why there's such a lot of ignorance that can happen in misunderstanding a lot of these different practices. But I love uh, the Sailor Moon because I'm a big anime fan. Yeah, I never was big on Sailor Moon, but I definitely love a lot of anime. And so uh, the fact that you found a Sailor Moon deck, I think is pretty awesome. And so how do you go about finding the decks and do different decks represent different things? And can you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh yeah, sure. Um, so when it comes to like different decks, I feel like you're, you're, you become connected to the art. So mm-hmm. like the artist could tell like a story and most of them follow the, the writer weight deck, like that format. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I have, quite a few decks so the ones that I've bought um, I have some sort of connection to the art like one for example was the urban tarot which was kind of modeled after New York City where I had lived for some time and I was born there so I connected with that deck Mm -hmm. 
And the other deck that I have that I use the most is the Modern Witch deck, mm-hmm. which is close, closely related to the Rider Waite, like how it's set up. But it's made, um, again, in a modern way to include LGBT couples and mm-hmm. uh, modern gender roles where like a king and queen could be like gender neutral or gender fluid. And that really spoke to me to mm-hmm. see that. And I think that's why I use that one the most. Yeah. Okay. And do the different decks, like I understand it might be different artwork. Is the energy still the same in the different decks or do different decks carry different energy? So I feel like when it's when it's modeled after right away and this, the same card carries the same meaning. Mm-hmm. However, you can interpret it differently based mm-hmm. on the art. Because I noticed that if I'm reading for a client, I may use a different deck if I feel like one will cater to this person better or I'll have them ask me like, uh, do you have a preference on which deck that I use? And um, it can tell a slightly different story. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does, how do you use tarot to connect to spirituality? Okay. So, um, and I feel like everybody that uses tarot will ha- probably have a different answer on this, but mm-hmm. for me, because the cards that come up are random, so to speak. So it's all about where that universal energy is coming from the divine light the divine source so for me I feel like it's my spirit guides showing me what I need to see in order to move forward depending on what the question is and that's kind of what I wanted to get into about Mm -hmm. tarot that that people aren't necessarily aware of like you could buy a deck for yourself you don't necessarily have to go to a reader but that deck can tell you a story about yourself and it's a lot about personal development and leveling up just with the tarot deck because it's very honest and it's it's very like it's a nice conversation to ask because it's almost like a conversation with yourself when you have mm-hmm. the cards in front of you mm-hmm. yeah I mean please feel free to share as much as you like I'm I'm a student right now so I'm just listening in as you share so if even if there's something that I may not ask that you want to answer definitely feel free to do so yeah um I do like the idea um as a beginner of pulling a card for yourself as like a card of the day and that helps you learn the meanings and also apply the theme to what's happening in your day so I was thinking about pulling a card for a theme um of our episode today if you don't Mm -hmm. mind no I don't I encourage that okay So what is the theme of our podcast today? Okay, so the card that I pulled was Ten of Cups, which is kind of nice. Um, It's a picture of a family and they're sitting under a rainbow and it's kind of like happy endings. Um, That's the vibe I get from this card. So you're grateful for everything that you have Mm -hmm. and you're looking to the future in a positive light. And pretty much no negativity here. It's just all good vibes. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for that. I received that. I, uh, um, and so like, hmm, man, I, I, 
<laughs> I don't know, you know, because we had a little hiccup in the beginning and I had actually kind of requested that you do that. So I'm just kind of like stunned and in awe that you did anyway without even necessarily hearing me ask that. So that's really awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, I really, um, I also think there's a numerology aspect to tarot with the numbers. Yeah. So like 10 represents like, you know, wrapping up a story, wrapping up a chapter, um, as well and like accomplishing something mm -hmm. so I see this as um, setting something off like into motion yeah definitely definitely mm. thank you for that you're welcome I, yeah I feel like that's just confirmation because this uh, season is actually winding down and I'm about to go on a hiatus as this is going to air so I love that. <laughs> I love that that's just, Oh, wow. That's yeah. so relevant. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so a um, uh, question I had thought of was, you know, so for someone who's beginning tarot and they may feel like, well, what if I pull the wrong card or what if I make a mistake? Or Because I, I think that part of the spirituality with tarot is it can help you attune and trust your own intuition. Yes. And so how would you, what would, what advice or what um, suggestions would you give to someone who's like, well, what if I pull the wrong card or what if I make a mistake? And it just, the thought of it brings them anxiety. So, I mean, I, what I would like to say, and um, you know, this was hard for me to grasp at first as well is there pretty much are no mistakes. Like mm -hmm. if I'm, um, if I'm shuffling the deck and a card falls out, um, that card falls out for a reason and I'll put it to the side because it's something the universe or my spirit guides want me to pay attention to and I'll keep it separate from the reading but it'll definitely the message will resonate so um, I'm not sh I'm not sure if that answers your question fully yeah. but that's that's what I thought of and mm -hmm. another thing I know I know people um, do in the beginning and I've done in the beginning is if you don't like a certain answer that the cards are giving you, um, you'll draw again, but they give you the same cards. <laughs> so it's kind of saying to pay attention to this because it's not always something we want to hear, but it is something that we need to face in order mm -hmm. to move forward. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And I love that because um, there are no accidents. There are no coincidences. Everything is is everything essentially and we get the message we need to receive at the time we need to receive them absolutely so what about for someone who's doing a reading for someone else and the weight of that the responsibility of you know you're doing a reading for someone else and perhaps any fears or apprehension of giving someone else a reading that you know either doesn't resonate with them or um you feel like you're doing them a disservice or any of that? Has that ever come up for you on your journey? Uh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And when I ever feel unsure, I just ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, what That's exactly what I do with the clients. Like, what does this mean to you? And I'll tell them what the card means and if it means something to them in order to steer them in the right direction. If I if I don't know what to say, I'll ask them a question and then they feel at ease because then they have their chance to interpret the card as well. Yeah. Okay. Has, and what about or has there ever been any 
suggestions for anyone who's doing readings and maybe they feel discouraged like you know they're doing these readings either for themselves or for others and people are just like this doesn't resonate or I don't like your service or anything like that like what would you say for anyone who might be feeling discouraged so I would just say um if it's if it's somebody that is not resonating it's because they don't fully believe and they're not ready to hear what the cards have to say and it's nothing about them or the person it's just it wasn't the right timing that's why um I know with me and clients they can be very slow to come to me or a lot of them will tell me oh I've been meaning to come to you for some time and that's why I don't rush anyone so Mm -hmm. I would just say it just wasn't the right time for that person and that's why they reacted that way Mm -hmm. yeah and um you know people who may have had those taboos or grown up with resistance towards this practice um but yet they feel drawn to it um what kind of words would you say to them Hmm. so i feel like most of the people i know who are readers um came like grew up with it in opposition and and for me I feel like it's almost like you the tarot chooses you and you Mm -hmm. don't choose the tarot and there's there's a message to be heard there Mm -hmm. and it's whenever you're ready and that'll be the right time for that person Mm -hmm. definitely and I think it's also just having to kind of uh assess and bring awareness to any of those subconscious beliefs and really understand where they come from and dealing with the resistance before uh you know diving into something of the unknown I suppose so yeah Mm -hmm. yes because um personally for me like um well most of my family is aware that I do tarot but they don't really talk about it with me for you know religious reasons but I feel like my existing and doing this is so they can question and know that it should be fully accepted even if it isn't their viewpoint so I'm here doing my thing because they need to be exposed to it Mm -hmm. to an extent yeah so how have you faced any adversity or any challenges for your practice, your spirituality? Um, so that that's probably been the most difficult. So I've been slowly but surely um, like coming out more and more publicly about what I do uh, mm-hmm. with people. And I mean, luckily, most of it has, has been positive and people ask like, oh, it seems like you've gotten into this all of a sudden. And I say, it's, it really has, it's really not all of a sudden it's always been with me it's just a matter of having the confidence to come out with it fully so just take it slow because mm-hmm. if you try to do everything all at once um it can be discouraging yeah so working on yourself and being okay with yourself and where you're at is probably the most important thing before um coming out with anything publicly mhm mhm yeah and just as you're saying that the the coming out process and made me think back to you even mentioning that there's an LGBT um, deck 
And just like, even with anything, you have to kind of accept yourself first and be comfortable in your own skin before, you know, um, as you said, coming out. So I think that that's um, interesting how that uh, is kind of connected in a way. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to know, uh, what is the difference between tarot cards and oracle cards or oracle readings? Oh, I'm so glad that you answered that question or asked. Um, so tarot cards are are the bread and butter of like the story. But oracle cards are more like straightforward where there's an actual like message. And um, some people make their own where there'll be like a sentence. And it's almost like a fortune cookie, so to speak, mm-hmm. oracle cards. So um, you can use oracle cards as an add-on kind of to a reading and I've noticed when I do that for clients, it like matches the theme. So like if the card is saying like, be more confident, I'll see cards that the tarot cards will reflect the same story where it's like this person needs to work on their confidence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and then you can use Oracle cards by themselves also as like a theme. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. So what have you learned from tarot and from your spiritual journey overall? What would be your, one of the takeaways that you've had that you want to share with us? Um, I think the the biggest thing I learned with tarot is um, perspective. Mm. Um, Like there will be um, bad events or what we consider bad. And it's really not Mm -hmm. bad. It's just, you're learning something and it's difficult, but, it's a a necessary part of the process. Like um, there are certain cards that people are afraid of, so to speak, like the death card Mm -hmm. and the tower card. Mm -hmm. But those are beautiful cards because they represent change and letting go of things that no longer serve you. Mm -hmm. So when I see those cards, I'm like, oh, well, something big is happening for you and it's a transformation. But people are afraid of that because they want to stay in their comfort zone. So I learned to embrace the change and embrace those things because that's a sign of you leveling up mm-hmm. and, and improving yourself. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's great to have that perspective and have that understanding. It makes things, a lot of people can feel like the universe is happening to them instead of realize it's happening for us. Yes. And I, I think that that's to see it that way. So what card do you feel represents who you are right now in this particular moment, in this particular season? Oh, that's a good question. Um, Because I feel like there are certain cards that I like rotate through as Mm -hmm. far as like who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, So right now I would say that I am still um, within the star. So Mm -hmm. the star card is about um, renewal rebirth and healing because I'm definitely still in that in that period of rebirth and healing Mm, I love that awesome any advice you would give to any beginners or anyone who's listening um so my advice to anyone trying to learn tarot is um, don't get overwhelmed on the amount of cards and the, the definitions 
because I feel like the definition is secondary. It's more about having a personal relationship with the cards and following your intuition and what you feel when you see a card, I feel is more important than the actual definition. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you so much for everything. Um, if there's anything you want to say next before I let everyone know where they can find you, please let us know any resources or anything else that you want to share on this topic. This is uh, your time to shine. So thank you again for, for agreeing to this and for carving out the time in your schedule to, to take the time and energy to speak with me. So thank you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, I'm honored to be a guest on here. And I, and I wanted to say that I'm, I'm a fan of your podcast before being a guest. And, and I loved everything you had to say about starseeds and being a starseed. I really resonated yes. with that. Good. I'm so glad. I'm so grateful that it did. So tell us, please, where we can reach out to you. Where can we find you? Um, I am primarily on Instagram, but my um, handle is sailor.tarot.magic on Instagram. And I also have a YouTube channel where I do um, weekly tarot readings for um, the different element signs. Mm -hmm. And I post those every Sunday. And then I have the same name, um, sailor.tarot.magic on YouTube. Great. Thank you so much. And I will also make sure I have information in the description box. So um, please feel free to reach out and connect. And yeah, uh, that's going to be it then. Unless there's anything else you want to share. I have nothing else. Uh, no, that's it. But I had, a, I had a lot of fun talking about tarot with you. Yes, absolutely. So definitely looking forward to connecting um, social media wise. Definitely. Yes, I had a great time. Yes. All right, then. Well, thank you, uh, Sally, a.k.a. Sailor Tarot Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Very grateful to have you and I look forward to meeting with you again. All right. You're welcome. All right, then. Until next time. Okay. Bye. Peace.